Alright, what's up? What's up, everybody? Hope you're all having a great day. Welcome to episode 12. I got it right this time. Last episode, I totally messed it up. <laughs> but welcome to episode 12 of Outspoken. And if you are if you can see my face, I'll describe it for you, for those of you who can't see it. Normally, I wear my headphones to listen to myself play back, but I wanted to wear a hood today because my hair is absolutely growing like a weed. It looks It looks crazy. So if you can think of... Hold on, let me let me pull this up. <laughs> so, do you know? <laughs> do you guys remember which Spider-Man was this from? Okay, Spider-Man three, where Peter Parker does like his evil dance scene, and my hair looks like this right now. But if you've seen Spider-Man three, you know what I'm talking about. When he he comes out, he has his collar popped. He's like walking, doing all this stuff. That's what I look like right now because this is how long my hair is. I actually I'm Peter Parker. I am Spider-Man. I'm Spider-Trans-Man. So there's a difference, okay? But there's two of them. For every superhero, there is a trans version. I am Peter Packer. <laughs> okay. Also wanted to throw in here just super early in the podcast if just in case you miss it, something special I do here on Outspoken is I let people submit stories that they are they've been lgbt funny coming out stories so far um, but if you have any funny stories in general you want to tell i mean I'll, most of them have been coming out stories you can send them into my email outspokensam at gmail.com if you got any hilarious coming out stories or horror stories or you know po- positive stories literally just literally any type of story if you want to submit it i like to have all of you be included in my podcast so anyways today we got three great topics figured everyone could relate to them all right we've got i don't know which one to cover first today they're all really good there is a huge huge war right now between millennials and gen zers okay so we got to talk about that of course because most of us according to my analytics most of the people are either gen z or or uh millennials so after that, we have this British television writer who actually he's an Irish television writer. He decided to take a million jabs at trans people, specifically trans women. Are we surprised? Yeah. So we're going to talk about him because that's bad too. Even if you're not trans, it's great to listen to because he's, a, he's, it's just, I just don't understand how these people have so much free time on their hands. And then to end it, we're going to talk about Helen Keller because but apparently people on tiktok think that helen keller was not a real person so gotta hit on that and then to end it all off like i said in the beginning we have got the lgbt submitted story all right so what's going on with the gen zers and the millennials why are they fighting well guess what the gen zers are doing what the millennials did to the boomers but i feel like all of us did this stuff to the boomers which is not very nice. I mean, because all, all generations have their things, right? And other generations think those things are cringy. Okay, everyone apparently thinks their generation is the best, obviously. Because you, you, you're living in that generation and you're the best, so your generation must be the best. No, but I do think Gen Z is a, is a pretty good generation, you know? And see, I love this debate because I'm in between the two. People would argue that I'm Gen Z or Millennial. I've literally looked at numerous amounts of websites. I was born in 1996. So sometimes I'm a millennial. Sometimes I'm a Gen Zer. In all honesty, you know, I think I'm just too cool to be either of you. So I'm I'm the in-between generation. I'm just so much better than all of you. Okay. Anyways, like I said, there's an ongoing battle. 
you know, where Gen Z is taking shots at millennials and vice versa. Now, I have a couple of TikToks here to show you, as always, and you can listen to them through audio. You don't need to really see the screen. We're going to do a little test on you right now, too. Okay, I thought this was a good test. I'm going to have to sing this song to you because of co- I don't know how copyright works on podcasts, but to listen to this, listen to this. I just thought of the perfect test to figure out if you're Gen Z or millennial. So real quick, I want you to think of a song with the word black dress in it. Think of one. Okay, I'll let you think for a second. Think of a song with black dress. Can you think of one? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. What, you can't think of one? You loser. Come on, pick it up. Sing in your head. You still didn't get one? Okay, you suck. So if you think of this song, it goes like, Little black dress, blah, 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 or something like that. It's by One Direction. It's called Little Black Dress. You are apparently Gen Z. Now, if you think of the song, Black Dress with the tights underneath. (laughs) You know, uh, Don't Trust Me by 303. That means that you're a millennial. And, you know, being as old as I am, I thought of 303. But I also really liked that song when I was younger. So, and I feel like, I don't know, I feel like, if you're not really a One Direction fan, you might not, you might not have gotten that. <laughs> so I hope that was accurate for you. <laughs> but I do have a couple more TikToks, all right? I am 25. I did not think that I was old and I had absolutely no issue with my age. And then I saw a video earlier this week on TikTok of this girl who was like, only the younger generation will understand this. And the caption was 2000s babies. Don't fucking do that to me. I don't need a fucking quarter life crisis right now. Yeah, my hair is damaged and it's in a side part, but I don't know what a mortgage is. You don't either. I was like, you know what, Lauren? I'm confident. I don't need this. Um, you're not old. It's fine. And then I saw this video on TikTok of this girl that I like have a crush on. She's super pretty, super funny, whatever. And I was like, oh my God, she posted a TikTok. And the TikTok was like, if you use the crying laugh emoji, this one, the one I use all the fucking time, uh, she was like, if you use the crying laugh emoji, you're too old for me. And I was like, this is a joke. So I went to the comments and everyone was like, I would rather fucking die than speak to someone who uses the crying laugh emoji. I will hurl myself through a window. Is that what you fucking want? (laughs) This is just so funny because the argument, so the argument that's being made is like, well, at least we don't part our hair in the sides or whatever and use, use the crying laugh face emoji. Like the crying laugh emoji. I've seen this one so much. How, why is that? Do people... Like, is it too cringy for for younger people to use? Like, do they find it cringy? It's just an emoji. It's there to you. It's there to use. I use every emoji anytime. I, it's fun. I don't know. I think it's funny. I got another funny one for you, so you can listen. I'm a millennial, and I have to admit, I am scared of you Zoomers. You guys were born between each of the twin towers going down. God has been dead your whole lives, and you don't give a fuck about anything, do you? You have no environment, you had a fascist president when you were in puberty, life put a loaded gun to your head and you cocked the hammer and said, Do it, motherfucker. It's not finished, but that shit killed me. I'll, I'll, I'll let her finish. I have no idea what you little fetuses are going to do to us. You're probably going to use some app we don't understand to summon a flash mob to terrorize us in our nursing homes while they wear our Harry Potter house colors or some shit. And it's funny because one of the other arguments were like, millennials will put their Hogwarts houses in their in their bios. I haven't even seen Harry Potter. I've not seen one of the movies. I And I know every time I say that, people are shocked. I've never seen High School Musical. 
I don't know why I just didn't I didn't see those things. Um, so I don't even I don't what is a I don't know what a Hogwarts house is. Oh yeah, like we don't know what you what Gen Z is gonna do to us. But think about this, Gen Z and millennials, we're pretty close in age. So when we're all in the nursing homes, it's gonna be like generation, generation W Z or some shit, and they're gonna be the ones who are making. We're gonna be the boomers. All right, it's just it's a repeating cycle. Of the generations making fun of people. Because we're going to be back. We don't know what's going to be invented in 50 years, right? And we're going to be like, I remember when we had the iPhone. And you had to talk on the phone like this. And you had to you had to face call. And, and you could see the person here. Because it's going to be some like holographic shit. Where you, like in the future in 50 years. Where you can see like their whole body or something. And you can like touch them. I'm just, I'm taking a guess here. But uh, yeah, we're going to get made fun of too. So watch yourselves all right why don't we stop making fun of each other and band together because the baby's being born right now today right at this second we've already got years on them and they're gonna talk they're gonna talk mad shit when we're older and here's just a little last tiktok of a millennial making fun of gen z singing so i wake in the morning part my hair to the side throw on my skinny jeans shove my rolls inside and i scream from the top of my lungs screw you gen z i don't understand so was it gen zers making fun of millennials for wearing skinny jeans because i thought we all wore skinny i thought i thought skinny jeans were in is everyone wearing giant jeans again like the 2000s did we do we progress backwards why are skinny jeans bad? I think skinny jeans are sexy. Oh yeah, something else I wanted to point out is I don't understand why millennials are making fun of TikTok dances. I mean, I or anybody. I understand, like personally, it's not my thing. I think it's cringy too. Like they kind of they look stupid to me. Every generation had stupid dances. Do you know what TikTok would look like if we had it in like two thousand and eight, and and. The mess it would be if everybody was jerking on TikTok. J that, wow, that sounded awful. Jerking is, there's a dance. <laughs> I promise it's a dance and it's called the jerk, all right? I'm not talking. <laughs> Could you just imagine if everybody was jerking on TikTok, dude? No, but you know the song, you're a jerk. You're a jerk. And they did like the dance. If none of you know what the jerk is, you can... Go Google it if you want. It was just a little. It was a little dance, you know. We had, we had crank that soldier boy. We had the stanky leg. We had the Dougie. We'd be mixing soldier boy with jerking with the Dougie, and it would be like a whole like little compilation. So, uh, and and it would be even worse because we would have our white jeans with our studded belts, with a Jan Sport jacket, with with you know some diamond sweaters. If any of you know what I'm talking about, that's what everybody was wearing. You know, back in. And when I was in high school and middle school, all that, that was like the swagger back then, dude, you know, I, I owned all that, the white skinny jeans. All right. With a studded belt. That's, that was fresh. That was so fresh. If I wore that now, I should wear that. I should wear that outfit now and see what happens. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's all I had to say. We all have our own shit. So leave, why don't you leave each other alone? Stop it. All right, now that I got all that off my back, let's get into this next topic. This is a juicy one. There's a there's an Irish television writer. He's named Graham Linehan. Linen? Graham Linen? I don't know. Gra Graham Linehan? I don't fucking know. 
how to say his name. Anyways, he created or co-created the sitcoms Father Ted, Black Books, The IT Crowd, and he's also written for Count Arthur Strong, Brass Eye, and The Fast Show. I don't know what any the fuck of that is, except for The IT Crowd. I've seen a little bit of it. Whatever, okay? Irish Irish television writer, UK... Is Ireland part of the UK? No, it's not. No, it's not. That's insulting. All right, so I found out Northern Ireland is part of the UK. I don't know which part of the Ireland he's from. Anyways, because I, I wanted to make a joke, and I was going to say, what is it with British writers being obsessed with trans people? You know, first we have J.K. Rowling. Now we have this guy. I don't know if I can make the joke anymore because it might not count. But we're gonna we're going to pretend I can. So this guy, like, writes a blog, I guess, or some shit. Okay, and what he decided to do, let me open up this little, I, I was reading an article, I'll read some of it for you, just to make it easier. So, so Graham went on this app, and it's called Her, and it is a, I believe it is an app for women, for uh, lesbians? Hold on. It literally says on their website, lesbian, bisexual, and queer people. Okay. It's for women. Anyways, it's for women. That's what it says on the website. So what he did is he went on his blog. He decided to... He wanted to kind of expose the trans people on there. Okay? Various types of women, various types of non-binary people. And he declared they should not be on the app because they are not lesbians. You know, because he's a professional in knowing who is a lesbian and who is not. He posted screenshots of 20 separate profiles from the app and suggested that they should not be using her, which is the app, it's called her, despite the fact that the app welcomes them. Like they, like you can, you can be non-binary and be on the app. He went on his blog and he announced that he joined the app and he said, I joined her looking for love in all the right places. And then he posted a picture of himself, kind of like a side smile, just no, he just looks like a regular man. And it says, Graham, he's 29 and goes by she, her. Okay, that was just, that's what the picture was. After posting that picture, he went on to update his profile and he posted on his blog, I've updated my her profile again. I wasn't getting any matches, so I went for, quote unquote, the Jamie Windust. I don't know what that is. Some of you might. So it's a photo of him where he literally just edited on like purple hair, some cat ears, some purple lipstick, some glasses, some teal eyeshadow with a bunch of pins, like fake pins that say, I heart lesbian tongues. And then one of them, I can't read this. One of them says, oh, ask me about my pronouns. Ask me about me, 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 and lavender menace. Those are all like the fake pins. And then this is this is bio. Graham, 29. She slash her. Lesbian, queer, questioning. Loves cuddles. Furry slash adult baby. Grew up with porn. Reddit moderator. Looking for girly sleepovers slash pillow fights. Has own van. Subscribe to my OnlyFans. No kink shamers. Okay, maybe kink shamers. You know, for a guy who writes shows, like you think he could come up with a funnier bio. Right, you you've written a lot of shows that are successful. Why the why is this bio not funny at all? <laughs> all being offended aside, it's just still it's still not funny. Like it's just uh, congratulations, dude. 
of being a shitty person. Then that didn't work. So he decided to go even further. And I can't even describe this photo. Now he took a photo of himself, posted it back up on this dating app of him. And he like painted his whole face white with like pink blush everywhere and bright red lipstick and snake earrings and a pair of glasses and a crazy color eyeshadow. It just looks like, looks like, think about like a clown with white face paint, whatever. And now it says Graham, 18. And his pronouns are boop, bop, and beep. And it says, space overlord, on date will need you to pay for my taxi so builders don't make fun of me. Magical new type of human and certainly not a bog standard electro goth raising money for Seedin chair. Polyamorous as will need third person to help carry s- oh sedan. Why did I say Seedin? <laughs> sedan chair. I have no idea what the fuck any of that means. Is this is this like an is this Irish humor? Is this, can any anybody who's Irish help me? I don't know what any of that means. Bog standard electro goth. Raising money for sedan chair. What is isn't a sedan is a car. Isn't a sedan a car? Anyways, not the point. And then after doing that, on his blog, he posted literal. I, I kept scrolling. I kept scrolling and scrolling. So many different trans people and their pro and their profiles, making fun of them, mocking them. And his point was basically that um, he said. I'm a lesbian now. It's a good thing no one would ever identify as a woman for nefarious pur- purposes. It just never happens. I'll let you know if I meet any fellow lesbians like this cutie. Is he, like me, taking the piss? Who knows? That's the joy of self-ID. His main point with doing this is anyone can go on the app and self-ID and say that they are trans and go after younger women and shit like that. But the thing with this is like, Okay, people are going to do this on every dating app, dude. Like, you don't have to go on here and mock different identities because you think they're going to do something bad. I don't think these people are aware that trans people can also be just as bad as cis people. Like, there are going to be trans people who are criminals, who are pedophiles, who are murderers, just like there are cis people who are all of those things. With any dating app, there is going to be catfishing anyways any dating i've met plenty of catfishes there's literally a show called catfish where people pretend to be a whole different person and they will pretend to be a whole different gender so it's like going on these apps it is inevitable to to come across something like that to come across somebody who is a catfish like i don't understand why can't he do this for other dating apps and make fun of cat like catfishes why is he targeting targeting specific trans people? When all this went down, the app made a statement on Twitter and they said, let's make this clear. Her is an app for all women and queer folks. It is not our nor anybody else's place to question or invalidate another's identity. We are here for all women, including the trans community. Please be assured this user will be found and removed from our platform. Additionally, we're in contact with Substack to have this dangerous act of transphobia removed from our screens. Okay, that's what they tweeted out. And then he decided to say, to, to be sarcastic and to be uh, satire, as a lesbian and queer person, which now means straight, I'm appalled at this attempt to invalidate my identity. To be serious for a second, I'm not just doing this for the laugh. 
I'm doing this to demonstrate that it's impossible to tell the difference between men and self-identifying trans women. I'm doing it to expose an ideology that is homophobic, misogynistic, and puts women and girls in danger. There is no difference between me and the other men on this site. If I'm mistaken, I'm happy to to be educated as why. People always use this card all the time. And I could go into a whole detailed explanation. I, maybe, maybe one day I'm gonna. Maybe one day I should, because this line here, uh, I'm doing this to demonstrate that it's impossible to tell the difference between men and self-identifying trans women. I'm doing it to expose an ideology that's homophobic, homophobic, misogynistic, and puts women and girls in danger. How is somebody? How is someone identifying and being trans a threat to other people around them? There have been literal i've i've got to bring these up sometime in this video sometime in a video there are such little what's the word for it happenings of someone who is trans putting somebody else's life in danger like in in a in a women's bathroom because there there was this whole thing about women trans women being put in women's bathrooms and it's going to be dangerous and they're going to be pedophiles and stuff like that trans women just want to pee Okay, it's it's like they are not dressing up as women to go into the women's bathroom and look at little girls. Like on what occasion does that ever happen? Anyways, anytime I go into a public restroom, there's hardly anybody in there. And it's kind of hard to like look around in the bathroom and look at somebody naked. I've literally never seen anybody's ass or or front in any restrooms. Nobody's just walking around there without their pants off, like off. They go into a stall or a urinal. If anything, going into the men's restroom, you're going to see more than going into a women's restroom because there are urinals. So it's just like, you're doing this because you're bored, dude. You're not like raising awareness about how dangerous it is. People catfish on every app. So it, this is literally useless. It's it's just mocking trans people because you're transphobic. It's, it's literal useless information. What are you like trying to conduct a study on the her app it just doesn't make sense to me sorry that just bothered me a little bit because it's it's so exhausting to see the same reductive arguments spit over and over again you can give these people a list of things to you can literally give them a pile of resources and they'll still be like well there are still some people who are trans who are pedophiles going into the bathrooms and it's like it doesn't like there are yes there will be trans pedophiles because that's not exclusive to cis people. Like, trans people can be just as worse. Just because there was one happening doesn't mean every trans person is a pedophile. Just like because there's one cis pedophile doesn't mean every cis person is a pedophile. It just doesn't... It just doesn't register, dude. I... I it's simple minds. Simple minds will drive me crazy. So I thought that I would share that with you. I think I'm going to make a video on this because it is super irritating, maybe more in depth. Like the time that you've, you you people have got on your hands. I don't even have that. I don't even have that much time to go on an app and like troll trans people. Oh, it's so fun. L literally imagine doing that in your free time, just messing with trans people. That's fun. That, that seems productive. That seems good for, for everybody and for society. So stupid, dude. Anyways, let's talk about Helen Keller. Anybody down to talk about the Helen Keller stuff? All right. I got to be honest with you. Total, this, you can't bully me for it. 
All right. I thought Helen Keller was still alive today. I thought she was. <laughs> I don't, I, I, after Googling her name and seeing when she was born, I had to stop for a second and reevaluate my life because I was so, I was so confused. I thought she was like a, like alive, like a modern day person. She, she was born in the 1800s. <laughs> That's how off I was. Like she was born. When was she born? Hold up. Let me have her written down here somewhere. Give me a second. I need to get, I need to get a little bit more organized in my life. Okay. She was born in 1880 and died in 1968. Okay. So if you don't know who Helen Keller is, she was, she was an American author, disability rights advocate, political activist, and lecturer. She was born in Alabama, and she lost her sight and hearing after a bout of illness at the age of 19 months. So she got sick, and she ended up losing her her sight and hearing. Now, I don't know how extreme it was, but I, I didn't... A lot of people say they learned a lot about Helen Keller in school, and me personally, I just... I do not have any recollection of that. I knew who she was um, through shows and just through through maybe school but online i guess i knew that she lost her hearing and her sight and that she she was iconic you know for the for for history right it's a, it's good to learn about history so on tiktok let me show you this tiktok here i just wanted to say helen keller's not fucking real and i don't care who you are but she's not fucking real who the fuck like she wrote books no she fucking didn't she's blind and so that tiktok right there right i don't know why that girl's crying i don't know why she whatever i don't know why she's like going off a rant like that but people were and people are basically saying her accomplishments are fake because she was blind and deaf and then another another whole thing came out people are saying that's that's fucking ableist dude like how do you like what if she wasn't completely blind and completely deaf? Also, you can still do things like yours. You can still do things if you're blind or if you're deaf. Like it's, it's not like they can't do anything. It, people just don't under. They do not educate us. They don't understand. So, um, people are like, "That's rude as fuck, dude." When you scroll down far enough, obviously this says Helen Keller was real. Yes, because she was a real person like this was in history her accomplishments were real as well you know even though she lost her sight and her hearing when she was only 19 months old she learned to read and write and you can watch the miracle worker i guess that's what it says right here and eventually she attended radcliffe college at harvard university to become the first deafblind person to earn a bachelor of arts degree and she went on to work for the American Foundation for the Blind as a disability rights advocate. She wrote 14 books in addition to hundreds of speeches and essays on all kinds of topics. There's a reason why Helen Keller is in the Alabama Women's Hall of Fame and the Alabama Writers Hall of Fame. If all of that sounds like an impossibility, you might need to recalibrate recalibrate your expectations of disabled people. I know people were joking about it and stuff like that, but if any of you are out there questioning she she was real she was there she was real because i was there to actually um you know see her in person because i'm so old nah but just because somebody's blind or deaf or literally blind and deaf doesn't mean that they can't do things yeah i just wanted to put that out there and let's end on some great stories today shall we let's do it let's dive right into it so i got this story ready these are pretty good ones too so i'm an asexual lesbian 
over the summer, I did the classic come out to my best friend and she comes out to me, so now we're dating thing. Which is difficult during a global pandemic, but it works because we're both happy. I'm out to most of my friends and my younger sister, but I haven't officially come out to my parents yet. Here's the thing, I'm a very sarcastic person by nature, and I often joke around, but since I'm living with my family in a pandemic, they've had to mostly deal with said jokes. But a lot of the jokes I want to make are about my sexuality, so since I'm still in the closet, I have to stop myself before I accidentally out myself with whatever dumb joke pops into my head at that point in time. Yeah, well, one time, my parents and I were in the kitchen, and my dad was teasing me, and my mom and I were laughing, and we were just having a good old time. But then in response to my dad's teasing, I said, that's homophobic. That's right. I burst out of the closet to call my father homophobic for teasing me. So my dad was like, as in, you're a homosexual? Or... And so I, very classily, said something along the lines of, homo, yes. Sex, no. And I proceeded to quickly go upstairs to my room and text my girlfriend what had just happened. <laughs> uh, I thought that shit was funny. Because, you know... When something bad happens to me, I say that's transphobic. Okay, for this last story, let's hear it. I'm a trans man working on a construction site as a painter, and because I've got a case of the small, I've been painting a lot of closets lately. What's... I've got a case of the small. Am I stupid? Am I missing something? Anyways, I'll continue the story. Which I find ironic because I'm in the closet at work. In parentheses, there's too many people who support Trump around me. Anyways, I was doing some touch-ups in a closet, and a random construction worker came up behind me and said, Are you coming out of the closet soon? Since I knew exactly what he meant and didn't want to give him the satisfaction of a polite but awkward chuckle, I simply gave him a serious response, to which he replied, Uh, that was a joke. And I said, Yeah, I know. Then I just stared at him for a few seconds. If I could go back, I'd pretend I didn't get the joke and ask him to explain it so that I could have made it all more awkward feeling for him. And I thought that was funny because it's ironic. You're working on a construction site, you're painting, and you're painting closets. Get it? Haha. Ha. In the closet. But um, tss. and I thought it was just. I thought it was a good one. I would love. I would love to take that opportunity and run with it. I'd make the funniest jokes too. So, kudos, kudos to both of these stories. I thank you so much for submitting them. I'm so tired. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta go hit the sheets. So, I gotta go hit the sheets, dude. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> I'm so sorry you had to listen to that. Anyways, hope you all have a great day, night, afternoon, whenever it is. And I will see all of you next week with a new episode. Let me know if you like this one. Yep. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. And rate the podcast if you haven't already. Thank you. Goodbye.